take it from the Yeah, 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 yeah We good this time? Happy Black People Day. Let's start it off. First and foremost, let's get that right out the way. Now, if you don't know what Juneteenth is, pause this you episode. You probably don't listen to the show. You, you don't listen to the episode, but you should pause this episode right now before we even get started. Spend 30 to 45 minutes on Google and find out what Juneteenth is because I'm not explaining it to you. It's not happening. You should know by now. Also, for all you comp- corporations selling Juneteenth products, memorabilia, <laughs> whatever. They got Juneteenth memorabilia. Whatever you want. They selling Juneteenth cupcakes, mugs. By any means necessary. You fucking bozos. Yeah. We not supporting any of that And one more thing before we really start this show If over this past Juneteenth weekend You charge people To get into your Juneteenth event Someone is gonna snuff you Allegedly Allegedly You should not be charging black people to do anything On Juneteenth, what is your problem? What was my quick I'm charging you to get in the cookout Exactly Come on in Exactly. So those are very quick Juneteenth um, reminders. I hope everyone had a very safe, glorious, and fun Juneteenth. We are recording this uh, in the past, so my Juneteenth was great. Um, <laughs> just know that. Just know that. It hasn't happened yet. It hasn't happened yet. But hello, good people. My name is 4KJ. This this is the For the Stress Podcast. How are you good folks doing? I am joined always by the good brother Frankie Metals, a.k.a. L. Capitan, a.k.a. L. Cap, a.k.a. Caps Lock, a.k.a. The Backwood Ninja, a.k.a. The Left, a.k.a. The Savior, a.k.a. Texas Frankie, a.k.a. The Getaway Driver, a.k.a. The Segway King, a.k.a. Swamp Thing. How are you, beloved? Frankie gave me a two thumbs up. That means he's excellent day. Church announcements. Follow the show on everything Instagram for the stress underscore podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash 4kj. You can follow Frankie on IG at Frankie Metals. You can follow a celestial goddess on IG for your holistic healing. You can follow at drinks flyers on IG for your holistic mm. for your herbal needs. Make sure you use the code for the stress for 15% off. You can follow at so what game co on IG for your hip hop debate needs. You can follow the dojo on IG at the dojo jc for your recording needs make sure you visit the website for the stress podcast.com powered by stay cozy studios if you like rate review subscribe tell a friend tell a motherfucking friend all that good shit like that there now 
before we get into anything, we have to talk about a very important piece of news that, in my opinion, is probably one of the most important stories of in our history. Um, did you hear the story about the elephant? No. You did not hear the story about the no. elephant? Story time, kids. Everybody gather around. Listen closely. So in India, an elephant killed a 70-year-old woman. Mm. Right? 24 hours later, the elephant went to her funeral, mm. took her body out of the casket, flung her around, oh. trampled her. And then went to her village and destroyed her home. Interesting. Yes. An elephant and her friends did this. Interesting. Now. I'm a big big, uh, animal buff. Me too. Love the animal channel. Yep. All of the animals killing each other, Mm -hmm. surviving. I like all that. Mm -hmm. It is said that elephants have phenomenal memory. This is, this is quite commonly so watch your mouth fam so when I read this story because I'm disrespecting your corpse (laughs) yo for an elephant to do that to you you had to piss this elephant off in the most unimaginable Mm. way possible it's very interesting now the internet of course made up a story because none of this is proven so all of this is alleged that the woman helped poachers kill the elephant's kids Ah, this is the alleged story there's no fact supporting this story this is the alleged story so I don't know if that's true or not there's no fact supporting that story elephants don't forget shit elephants have their own funerals they do when an elephant die in their tribe they sit all together they have a moment of silence and then they leave um, they remember the dead elephants are animals with very high emotional intelligence Mm -hmm. so again if an elephant killed you and then spun the block to to the funeral to the funeral like what the fuck the cops gonna do you had to like what did you do to make that elephant this mad like in your funeral, took you out the class, get flung you around, and then trampled you your dead body again. After it already trampled you to death the first time. Watch your mouth. Fam, leave animals Watch alone. Watch what you do. Fam, leave animals alone. Please leave animals alone. I don't know why y'all be thinking animals. Like, I think, didn't we talk about last week the orangutan fucking somebody up? Right. And then it's like, I think some lion killed some lady that was like, no, a bison. A bison gored a woman because she got too close. This was like maybe two, three weeks ago. I mean, <clears throat> leave animals alone. What's wrong with you? It's, first of all, how did you get in such close proximity with these wild beasts? I don't even know if they're really wild, but their DNA is wild. I mean, can't I'm a, predict it, what they're gonna do. Right. So 
Why the why you got him in captivity? That's one. So it's your fucking fault. Well, no, well the in this elephant story, the elephants was just wrong because you know it's India. It's elephants mm-hmm. everywhere. They chilling. They minding their business. Mm-hmm. But this elephant went out his way to kill this woman, and then disrespect her dead body. You know how many elephants have been killed for their ivory tusks? A lot. So, I mean, this is just. It, 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 it's almost like Black Lives Matter. Like, yo, we letting you know we got a problem. We have a problem, me and you. You killing my kids. You know, and this is supposedly the story, but... Allegedly the For story. years, people have been mistreating animals. And some of the most... Leave me alone animals, you know? Like, I ain't fucking with you. Yeah, you elephants are mad me. gentle. Like, they be chilling. They'll be territorial. Yeah, but, but if you invading their territory. But if you're like everything I've seen on elephants, like if you're respectful to elephants, they they'll let you they'll let you cook. Like you could do whatever, you could chill. Nah, elephants, and you know there's a lot of species of elephants too. Mm-hmm. So certain elephants have more of that fighting, uh, testosterone-y you know, male territorial, because their their ears open up. Right, all the creatures in the wilderness get bigger somehow when it's time to fight or flight. Yeah. They puff up, you know, uh, lizards puff up, whatever. Yeah. So elephants, they use their ears to let you know, you better back the fuck up. And elephants can crush your whole damn skull. Easy. And they're very, like, intricate. Like, they can take a peanut out your hand. Yeah. And fucking grab you by the leg and use you <laughs> as a hammer. So it's like, be careful. Yeah. Like, yeah. So as Frankie so eloquently said, watch your mouth. Stop talking shit about elephants. Stop doing shit to elephants. Because they don't forget. Fam. So, and this was so, this is why this story blew me away. Because the elephant killed this woman, right? So, in Hindu culture, the the cremation or the funeral is usually like 24, after, 24 uh-huh. hours after someone dies. Uh-huh. This elephant waited. Yeah. I know what come next. <laughs> <laughs> I know what come next. And I'm going to be there too. <laughs> Because I got a fucking statement to make. This elephant waited 24 hours, bro. Just patiently waiting in in the wilderness in the wild. Like, I'm going to chill. Because I know where y'all having this funeral. So I'm going to pull up. Because you think you think shit is sweet. I don't, I feel like my statement wasn't strong enough. So I'll right. be at the funeral front, front row. All right. Fuck this heifer. <laughs> That's how I feel. And I'm a fucking elephant, so you better know it was personal. The elephant I had no reason. took I went, her body. You remember when, and the other guys, when he said, I'm a lion, I would swim out and fucking yeah. kill you if you were a tuna. Yeah. You went out of your way yeah. to kill. Like, there's no need. This was personal. This shit was very personal. It was personal. If the elephant took- If the elephant could rap, it would have had a whole <laughs> diss track. Then the elephant took her body out of the casket and flung her around. And then stomped her again. Like it's it's fam, leave elephants alone. Please leave elephants alone. Keep thinking they're Dumbo out here. It ain't Dumbo, it's is 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 gumbo. Yeah, it's Debo. It's Debo. <laughs> On your fucking castle, bitch. <laughs> Turn your ass to It's not a- funny, but yo. No, it's it's it- not human on human violence. So something But you but you know what? I don't feel bad when people get like, when people are bothering animals and animals yeah. do animal shit. I don't feel bad. You should know better. You should know better. 
like when people are like fucking with gorillas and trying to taunt them right. like gorillas are dumb right. or something they be like, ook, 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 or whatever the fuck they be doing and, they a, be, yeah, step over. and a gorilla step grab over, somebody bitch. and like break their arm right. I'll be like see that's what you get that's what you always get leave these animals alone like they stupid but yeah that story was just like fam I'm never fucking with elephants at all for nothing you gonna come to my funeral and disrespect me in front of my family? And then just go destroy my home afterward? You right. got you I and your homies. From too. You got you and your homies that fucking to trample my village after you already desecrated my corpse. That elephant was a narco. <laughs> that elephant was a narco. You and your family. <laughs> Pablo Tuscobar. That's right. Flata <laughs> Plomo, bitch. <laughs> Pablo Tuscobar. I like that. <laughs> that elephant was not fucking playing with you. None. I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna kill you again in front of your family. I'm gonna destroy your and home I'm gonna too. go kill your family. Crazy. I'm gonna lucky she didn't own any animals. <laughs> they probably would've got no, it wait, too. Wait, wait, wait. I forgot a part. I forgot a part. You forgot a part. So after they trampled the village, after the elephants, after this elephant and her herd trampled the village. Oh, the herd came, yeah. She got her homies. She got her homies to trample the village. And then after that, they ate all her grain. That's crazy. They take they tax that ass. <laughs> I'm gonna kill they you. Desecrate your here. body. Destroy your home, take and I'm gonna eat all your and I'm gonna eat all your food. Fuck Thanks. you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the hard work, bitch. <laughs> Why you on the fucking street? <laughs> you supposed to be in the ground. You all over the street. Yeah. They gotta. They gotta they can't put all of you together. Yeah. They gotta cremate you now, <laughs> bitch. That's crazy. Yeah. That was that was the wild. That was one of the deep wildest stories I've ever heard. I got a good memory. I got a crazy story with an animal. I tripped today and a bird started laughing at me. I'm sorry. What? I tripped. No, I heard you. And I but swear what? on everything. The bird started laughing the at you. The bird started dying laughing. This it must have been right as I tripped. That shit was in a tree. And she was like, <laughs> regular. <laughs> like, look at this stupid motherfucker. <laughs> I tripped. That shit said, was it a pigeon? I just started laughing. I didn't even know because I was embarrassed. That's, a you... pigeon. I don't care if it was bird. Something saw me trip and bust my. You know when you trip and there's a lot of windows. That you're like, oh, did, you ain't trying to play it off. Laughing right now. You try, did, you couldn't play it off. Hell no. It was like, oh, it was I was a wearing chancletas. Ah, that's bad. That's a bad trip. That's a bad trip. But I caught myself. But when I caught myself, I said somebody saw that, and immediately I just fucking started hearing this cackling, <laughs> loud ass cackling. That's just a ha 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 ha. Uh, no, all right, shit, funny. It's cool. It's cool. That's funny. That's crazy, a bird laughing at you because you tripped. Yeah, she started dying laughing. I'm like, that's not a coincidence. There was nothing going on. That bird was this. definitely watching you and laughed at you because you tripped. Because birds are smart, too. Yeah, birds are very smart. Damn, son. Leave animals alone. Birds laughing at you. Elephants. <laughs> <laughs> Elephants are mutilating people. Leave animals alone, bro. Please leave animals alone. Um... Yeah, so that's our uh, animal PSA. Leave animals alone. Please leave animals alone. 
Elephant specifically. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want no beef with the elephant. I, I, I It'll want... be the elephant in your room. Stomping you out of your funeral. We gonna talk about the elephant in the funeral? <laughs> <laughs> we gonna talk about that. Yeah, so shout out to Pablo Tescobar and um, her whole gang. Mm-hmm. Loyal gang. Yeah, loyal gang. Look, look Kano know. Kano's like, yo, don't fuck with the animals. Yo. Yeah, Kano know. Hey, see, he just shook his head no. Like, I don't want no smoke mm-hmm. with no elephant. No quiero. Yeah, no quiero. Elephant will fuck you up, Kano. Anywho. So, yeah, I was out and about today. <clears throat> uh, switching gears. Um, shout out to uh, Naomi. Uh, I went to, I stopped by her Battle of the Brands event with Zion Park. That was cool. The community was out there playing basketball with vendors, and nice. the Nork mayor was out there. So that was cool. Then I came back to, um, came back over here to Jersey City. Went to Berry Lane Park. I was out there because we had a little Juneteenth event. Uh, saw a lot of people I know. Brought some stuff. Shout out to uh, uh, Gents and G's. I brought a bunch of merch from them. Um, shout out to Duquan Sweeney, friend of the show. Saw him. I actually saw uh, Pastor Shaw too. You remember Pastor Shaw? Yeah. From years ago, he's like yeah. one of our first guests. Mm-hmm. Saw him, and um, I saw I saw a few people getting recognized is weird, but shout out to everyone who who walked up. But shout you out deserve it. But yeah, so that's what I did, and um, I'll be back next week with um, the full June team for view because again we're recording this in the past, so I'm just gonna say it was a phenomenal event. But I'll have more details next week. Uh, let's get into local news, though. Shit, what did I do? I'm back. Wait, wait, before we get into that. Got a funny story. Another one. Another funny story. As if the elephant wasn't enough. So, at the risk of getting swung on by my grandmother, I have to share with you this story. I have to. I don't want to see you cold clocked out here. Yeah, no, nah, because my grandmother got a mean right hook. So I got to just be careful saying this. But this is just too funny to not share it. So I went to go see my grandmother last week. And we just chopping it up. You know, grandmothers always give you just a bag of shit whenever you see them. So she hands me this can. She's like, oh, you ever had this before? I read the can. And it says... Hold on, cause I want to get the uh, the what you call it right. It says hemp infused. I can't even pronounce this last okay, word. Okay, grandma. Fam. Fam, hold on. I gotta say this to you, freaking. Try this, honey. Fam. It's good. It gets you feel so good. Fam, thank you, <laughs> Frankie. She passed me this drink, and I'm like, so. For those who don't know, I call my grandmother Nini. She called Wowie. <laughs> yeah, I call my I call my grandmother Nini, right? Mm. So I'm like, Nini, do you know what hemp is? She's like, no, they just gave it to me because everyone was drinking them. And I just said, let me try it. I said, you know, hemp comes from cannabis. 
She said, that's why I felt funny? <laughs> I'm like, you out here getting high? You out that's here, why I felt funny? You out here getting high. So my grandmother was then, and it's funny because all lad, the whole last week, she was like, I'm so tired. I'm so tired. Yeah, because you was fucking stoned. You mad high, drinking this seltzer infused hemp. You was fucking stoned and didn't know it. That's cute. So my grandmother decided at 74 to become a piehead. Better late than never. <laughs> Welcome to the club. We're going to have to blaze her up. You can go over there with a bag. No, I think she, apparently she likes edibles more than smoking. Oh, I'm sure. Because, you know, the combustion, I understand. Yeah, but yeah, she was. She had a can of that. And she said, oh, this makes me feel funny. I'm like, I bet you out here. Funny equals <laughs> all the things when you smoke weed. Like sleepy, hungry. Yeah, so Calm. my grandmother was out here drinking hemp, man. Unknowingly. She was like, I just saw the can and I didn't know what hemp was. And it's just, oh, you know, God damn it, you out here drinking the devil's juice. She didn't then go to church. You were in church high, Grandma? I think she was. You was in church high, Grandma. I, I think she was in church stone a little bit. So I had to take it off our hands because I can't have my grandmother out here stoned to the bone like that. Her clapping all off tempo. Yeah. Because she's stoned. <laughs> she's stoned. She in church clapping off keys. She in, she, in, she in church eating candy because she got the munchies. You're so high. Damn it, Grandma. You overtipped, Mom. You better check the basket. But <laughs> she on. gave I too much money at gave too much money at communion because she high. I'm feeling right. generous. Like oh, she, that's right. <laughs> like she just like. New lights on me. Like, and then she over here, the spokesperson, just handing them out. Yeah. yeah you, get, you get one. She probably gave some to the kids that didn't even know. Try this. This is good. Yeah. Call I, me down. I don't, I don't know. I'm going to have to investigate my grandmother's church because y'all giving out. Check hemp. her fridge. I did check her fridge. She had like two of these cans oh, in there. I had, to get, I had to get both of them. Get both of them off her. <laughs> Are you out here drinking hemp? Getting stoned? Give me that. Give me that. <laughs> <laughs> God damn! But then I called her a piehead, and she was like, "Get out of my house." <laughs> so yeah, that was um. I wanted to share that with y'all because that was. Grandma's a goddamn piehead. So right, it's hard to tell. You know, it's tough times. People gotta resort to something. <laughs> hey, by news vice. Yeah, somebody something for the stress. Something for the stress. Him. <laughs> Him drink for the stress mm -hmm. for your grandma <laughs> for my grandmother yeah, and you now yeah for me now confiscating them i had to confiscate them i can't let my grandmother's be high in the house like, by herself take those i know where to get them yeah she probably got a whole <laughs> stash that she ain't tell me about i have two guys to plug Don't yeah she got a whole case somewhere in her room she ain't tell me know, about let me know i'll let you know damn is my grandmother the plug let me not even put that on her all right anywho can we let's <laughs> get into something mm. Let's talk about some real news because this this was this has gotten off the rails immediately. Um so in local news. I'm so tired of this goddamn city sometimes. They're trying to privatize Liberty State Park. Oh yeah, they've been at it. So this week there was um there was a committee. There's always some goddamn committee. Or just something, a bunch of people making decisions before they actually make a decision. They just love getting together. They just like they just like hanging out together. Hey, apparently. what you doing Friday? Yeah, 
You want to talk some shit? So, yeah, pull up and let's talk some shit. Let's just talk some shit. About what? It doesn't even It doesn't matter. even matter. We're it just, just going to... It does. That's the whole point. They just form committees to hang out and get away from their wives or husbands. What are we talking about shit? What are we talking shit about today? That's the that's the committee guy. Write it down. Yeah, they don't they don't necessarily care. So <clears throat> this committee, environmental task force or whatever it is, got together because a bill was introduced to allocate two hundred and fifty million dollars to figure out what to do with the park. As if it's not being used right now. Like we ain't over there. We ain't just come from there. You talking about what you're gonna do with it? Yeah. So it's, it's been being a, used. Yeah. We're busy. <laughs> so it's been this whole fight about what to do with Liberty State Park. Um, about what to do with homelessness. About that. So <laughs> half the people want to privatize or commercialize Liberty State Park. They want to put stadiums, football fields, fucking golf courses, a casino. All types of shit in Liberty State Park. The other half of Liberty State Park, uh, the other half of this argument, rather, is saying, you know, leave the park as is. We don't need all of this shit. I'm tired. I'm, I just, I gotta be honest with y'all. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. Because this is another situation where. The lawmakers that we have, our our leadership is trying to make money again. So they cut it. I'm trying to choose my words carefully. So allegedly, because I don't know this to be fact, but from everything I'm seeing, this is what it feels like. The state is saying, hey, Jersey City. If you let us do this to Liberty State Park, we'll give you funds to create recreational centers for the youth in your city. So apparently the deal is they're going to build up Liberty State Park, put all this multi-million dollar shit in it. And then on Cave and Point is going to be rec centers and pools for the kids and all types of recreational shit. Right. We have pools in the city that are ignored we have recreational programs in the city that are severely underfunded why do they think that if they gonna if they build a new rec center something's gonna change for the kids for those who don't know we had a boys and girls club here in Jersey City. Doing very well. Doing very well. They demolished it to build condos and then moved it to an area that is not easily accessible. I mean, if you take the light rail, it's right there, but it's out the way, it's in the cut. You can't necessarily find it if you're not looking for it. Why? Let me let me back up. <clears throat> My real problem with this is people being greedy and try to hide it under the guise of saying this is for the kids. 
politicians, corporations, powerful people do this a lot. Where they, when they want something, they're gonna say what sounds good. Yeah. Oh, this is for the kids. This would be great for the community. Because how could you disagree with them? That's a po- political tactic. Absolutely. But say what people want to hear. But I'm here to say it's all bullshit, and I want it to stop. Because this shit is not for the kids. Like they had a town hall meeting, or well not a meeting. They had an open forum, or I don't know the exact description of it. But people from the community came out to voice their opinions on this Liberty State Park matter. And a lot of people, your friend Jerry Walker was there. He was saying, "Oh, this would be great for the kids." People falling out of favor with people. Used to be the man. Used to be is the key word in that. But he was there saying, well, this would be great for the kids. Now, someone like Jerry Walker, because there's a lot of people like Jerry Walker in the city who have a lot of pull and power, who can do stuff for the kids right now. And don't do it. So why would y'all think that by giving up the park, in exchange for recreational funds, I'm using air quotes, will somehow be better. And it's really just a promise because they're not giving us anything. They're just saying, hey, you know, if you allow us to do this without incident, mm-hmm. we'll just allocate some money so you could do whatever you want with whatever's left. Of whatever's left. Of whatever's left. I don't. First of all, I don't think that before the, you know, even deciding to make a decision on whether it be good or bad, leave that as it is. That's God's green earth. We go there to get away. You know, thank you, Segway King. I don't understand this obsession with taking very good land, beautiful grass, trees, all types of shit. It's all of ours. And saying, let's put some buildings on it. Right. You want to make it yours. No trespassing. Private property. You know another thing I learned about this story? Because, you know, I'm like low-key an investigative journalist now, right? Liberty State Park is 1,200 acres, right? It is the most expensive property area in the country. Worth millions, plural. Because of where it's located. For those of you who don't live in Jersey City, Liberty State Park is located on our waterfront. Has beautiful views of the New York City skyline. They've been trying to get that for a minute. Oh, they absolutely. just can't openly claim it because they know they'll get hell, which they are. But they're gonna get it. They're gonna find a way to get it. So they so they they have been. And there's one person specifically I'm gonna bring up. But the land itself, Liberty State Park, the land itself is worth is damn it's probably worth billions in revenue just because of the land where it's located and all of that. So of course these people want it. Because if I can put a condo on there, I can charge ten thousand dollars a month. Boardwalk. Yeah, that's boardwalk mm-hmm. and monopoly. Absolutely correct. So there's one guy who keeps popping up in this story again. I've been on my just investigative journalist bag, right? It's a guy named Paul Fireman. His name sounds fake, by the way. 
He fire owned. man for fire for fire. <laughs> his no real shit. I had to double check because I didn't I didn't think his name was real. But his actual government name is Paul Fireman. I I don't know, man. White people have weird names. But um he is the former CEO of Reebok. Billionaire. Mad money. Just a, a absorbent amount of just dollars. Right? He owns Liberty National Golf Course that is on Liberty State Park. Four years ago, he tried to put a bid in to expand his golf course into Liberty State Park. The state said, fuck out of here. Nice try, though. Nice try. But the state told him to kick rocks, right? Back in 2020, somehow a provision snuck into the state budget to where he paid somebody of course he did he paid somebody hey look slide vote for me i slide that in there no problem so a, a provision snuck into the state budget where it would allow private entities to, to buy commercial land right he almost got away with it but he stopped due to um social justice problems as he put it so he's been trying to buy this land for a long time mm -hmm. he wants this shit like motherfucking my precious so like that, slight tinfoil hat time the one of the main guys heading up this Liberty State Park movement is a state senator by the name of Brian Stack <laughs> Another fake ass name. These names are fake as right. shit. Like y'all not These even real IBs. people. These are the fucking. That's like that's like McLovin right. or some shit. Right, right. Like right. this shit don't like y'all have fake ass names. There's no way you're a real person. Brian Stack, your name is not real. If it said Stacks, I'd have just been like, you think I'm some kind of fucking idiot? <laughs> so anyway, you think I'm some kind of fucking idiot. So anyway, the 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 very small conspiracy, but maybe important, is that. Brian Stacks and Paul Fireman are buddies. Mm, fire Stacks. Fire Stacks. Ooh. <laughs> the two fake names. Right. Fake IDs. Um, so they're buddies. Let me not say that's that's two. They they are, they know of each other. They've done business they're with peers. each other. They're peers. Associates. Let's I'll be fair. They're associates. So the conspiracy is that they're working together to try to get the park. Collaborative effort. Collaborative effort. You want that, bro? I'll get it with you. So they're trying to get the park because you know, at the end of the day, it's all about money. They chest bump and high five. Yeah, they're talking about it in some sauna somewhere, doing weird stuff with each other. Allegedly. They're probably a little gangster with those names. They probably throwing dice in the sauna. <laughs> Dice on a song. Any money on the floor? Yeah, with a name, with a name like Paul Fireman, you have to do gangster shit. You can't just, you can't work at like T-Mobile with a name like Paul Fireman. You can't even say that. Uncertainly. No, you have to say that with like your shirt off. Like, bitch, my name is Paul Fireman. Paul Fireman. Fireman. Oh, what's your friend? You say actually. Anytime they ask you a regular question, you want a gin and tonic? Fireman. That's how you answer every question. Exactly. How you doing? Fireman. 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 That's good. I'm glad to know you're well. 
And who's your homie with you? Brian Stacks. B Stacks. Big Stacks. Big Stacks. We out here stacking it up together. Y'all two y'all are two aspiring rappers with these names. NBA firemen. <laughs> and B Stacks. Can't stand these people. So yeah, so they're trying to get the part. They're trying to commercialize the part. Um You must know my father, Stack Senior. Stack Senior. You know Big Stacks? You know my you know my dad, That's Big Stacks? Big Stacks. Yeah, everybody Big know him as Big Stacks. Yeah, everybody they call Big him Big Stack. St- they call him Big Stacks. Do we need fake names? We got fake names. No, we have personas. But these are like actual government names. Like that's on their checks and IDs oh, and shit. Oh, so Jason Bourne, they go through his drawer. He got like seven passports. One of them is <laughs> the Brian Stacks. Brian Stacks. <laughs> that I does should. sound I, like. I wish I could. That yo, Paul Fireman does sound like an alias when I'm trying to flee the country. I have to. I have to meet his parents. I need like, to know. Your Honor, he is a flight risk. <laughs> Do you know what his alias is? <laughs> Paul Fireman. <laughs> And his buddy Stax is there too with the bag. They're ready to go. You can't trust people with fake sounding names. You can't. You're gonna do business. You think you you think you're gonna it's conduct you, you think you're gonna conduct good business with a person named Brian Stax. You know what he's after. Them stacks, that bread, that money, that cheese. You know what he's here for. Cheddar, that's Skrilla. Pollo. The guap. Where's the food? <laughs> you think? Oh, and then you want to double back and do business with a man named Paul Fireman? These are two untrue. <laughs> Where'd all my money go? Fire man. Fire man. <laughs> Paul Fireman sounds like the sounds like a character off the wire. You call him, he says fireman, and you hear a helicopter going off in the background. Paul Fireman did did business with Stringer Bell. Yes. They was in season four of the wire. Right. Don't check that, just believe me. <sighs> so on the other side of this debate, um, there's an organization called Friends of Liberty State Park run by um Sam Pinson. I think we talked about him before. But he's um he's been fighting for a long time to save the park, to keep the park free. He has um he had a petition going around with some community leaders trying to, you know, stop the park from being commercialized. I don't know if that's gonna work, but you know, he's trying. And we just gotta see it where this goes, man. We gotta see where this goes, cause yeah, stacks and firemen are coming for the part. But that's where we at. Um, if you're in Jersey City, if you're in Hudson County, if you live in the state and you care, you know, call your senators, try to get them to do whatever they can do, because I don't believe that commercializing a, a state park will be beneficial to anybody because they try to they keep using the excuse like oh this would be great for Jersey City and I have to remind people in the past 10 years 
what developments in this very city have been beneficial to its residents? Not a one. Or maybe a few, but we're suffering in a million other departments. We can't even enjoy the one that you gave us. We got bigger problems. It's like you can't put a Band-Aid on a broken leg. They put 12 Band-Aids on a broken leg. Well, yeah. And then give us a happy Juneteenth cupcake. And then show you the motherfucking bill. Fam. You yeah. ask them about your leg, they're like, but the bill, though. Yeah, but the bill. I know you. I know your leg is broken in 12 places, but the bill is $18,000. And we need it right now. And we're about to close. So <laughs> the hospital's you should get some sleep because <laughs> you have to be at work tomorrow so you can make this money. Yeah, because we need our $18,000 or we're going to take your other leg. Right. For the Advil and the fucking 12 bandages we gave you. Yeah, so... I don't know, man. We, we, we do. That, that... We're joking, but that is a very real thing. We keep putting band-aids on very deep-rooted problems, thinking that this is going to go away on its own. Um, Like, there was a guy that got killed this past week. Um, I think his name was Kai... Forgive me, forgive me if I'm saying his name wrong, but like a few people I knew knew him, and he got killed uh, on Forest. They, they, some guys just drive by, just trying to hit anybody. He got killed. He wasn't, to my understanding, how it was explained to me, he wasn't a part of anything, and he just got killed from gun due to gun violence. So I'm saying all this to say, like. Gun violence is a very big problem in our city, which we are putting band-aids on. You mentioned homelessness earlier. That's a big problem in our city that we putting band-aids on. Food insecurity, food deserts, people not being able to get to healthy food that's affordable is another thing they put in band-aids on. And what are they doing while we are limping with the, all of these bandages on they're fighting to get to the park or they're fighting to take something else from us while we're still figuring out how we're going to deal with the other 12 things because if they commercialize the park that's just not going to be affordable to us they're going to have motherfucking Lady Gaga down there performing and shit or they're going to have to try to have the Giants come play at the stadium or some shit or they're going to have some billion dollar casino or something like it's it's not for us it's not for us and we are barreling towards bottom like i read a report um from bloomberg that was saying like by the start of 2023 we're going to be in a full-blown recession and it might be worse than the last recession we had so how are we I don't understand how we're fighting all of these things at once and think we're going to solve anything. We are fighting all of the isms, racism, sexism. Um, everything I previously stated with the homelessness and all of that. And then greed. Sprinkle a little razzle-dazzle, a little greed on there. Just to keep it spicy. And how we supposedly going to survive is my question 
I don't know. I don't know. And it makes me wonder, like, <clears throat> it, it feels like they keep stepping on our heads while we're already drowning. That's how it feels. Like we're trying to, like we fight a battle, we fight a battle over here. Okay, cool. We made a little progress. We feel a little bit better about ourselves. But over here, though, they're trying to strip away all of your rights. Okay, we're gonna run over here now. We're gonna fight this battle. Wait, 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 wait. We trying to take away women's rights too. Ah, oh, shit. We gotta go over here and fight women's rights. Before you even start that fight, though, we're still shooting up malls, schools, in any public area. Fuck, now we have to go fight gun violence. It does feel intentional. I just don't. It's not a clear answer. How do you fight everything at once? I'm not, I'm not sure how you do it. So if y'all have an answer out there, please let me know. Share your thoughts because I... I'm running out of ideas, honestly. Of course, you can do what do what you can, but with the frequency that they keep throwing issues at us, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. So yeah, so good luck to um, like I said, for Liberty State Park. You know, if you're in the city, or you live in the state, you can call your senator. And um, do what you can, man. Do what you can. Shit is crazy out here. Just do what you can. But uh, also, in other news, I want to give a shout out to all the fathers. Um, I know that's a weird transition, but just roll with me. I want to shout out to all of the fathers. Um, Father's Day just passed. Uh, Happy Father's Day to you, good brother. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers that I know. Um, and yeah, just... Father's Day is weird. Because most fathers that I know, myself included, don't really give a shit about Father's Day. And I feel like we should. I feel like... Um, we should take more pride in Father's Day. Like. Hmm. I'm trying to find the right words for it. I think that men are accustomed to just. Bare minimum. On Father's Day. Hey, listen, this is the day I'm not going to ask you for money. This is the day I'm not going to ask you for a favor. I'm not going to ask you to take me to Wendy's. I'm not going to ask you to. Whatever you want. So I'm gonna leave you be. The caring wives, they might go the extra mile. They might surprise them with something, they you know, like a thoughtful gift or something. But most of the time, Father's Day is usually just, I'm gonna just leave you be and let you do what you do. So you have a nod day, like you say you have. But this is a special designated nod day and also a celebration amongst all the fathers that you know and your connection to. All the, fa- the fathers that are like you, your father, the grandfather, whoever's but, but, a father but, figure. But do you see? But look at the difference, though. And this is again, this is I'm not knocking any of the mothers, y'all. Shout out to all of y'all. But look at the difference, though. Mother's Day, 
it's celebrations, parties, you get the spy, you get to relax. We are honoring you. And mothers are important. Absolutely. That's not even a question. Father's Day, as you just said, is just don't talk to him until tomorrow. You even feel like shit asking him for a favor. Like even we're keeping all of that in, by the way. Keeping all of that in. Anywho, even look at the gifts for Father's Day. They give us stuff to do more work. Here's a screwdriver. Here's a dad. Here's a Father's Day sale. Here's a grill or a tool set. They got got. That person got got. Because you can get anything for that person you know they like. You can give them the mandatory. They just want maybe two hours but, on the but, game. But why they... Why we don't get personalized gifts as fathers? Why they all think we like ties, uh, socks, and and grills? Get to work. Get to fucking work. Why all our gifts hey, is? Listen, today's a good day. You got to not do shit today. You got your feet up. I see you got your feet up. Enjoy it. Enjoy it today because today I'm not gonna bother you because it's guilt free. I'm not fucking with you. But tomorrow is another day, and tomorrow you better get off your fucking ass. And drive this fucking kids to the soccer game and get the laundry while you're at it and don't forget the milk and I need wraps. It's 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 weird, yo. It's weird. And just just to be clear, we're talking we're talking only to active fathers. This has nothing to do with the deadbeats, this has nothing to do with the bums. We're not even they don't even matter in this conversation. We're talking about active fathers who are there doing their part, doing their parental duties. They get more stuff to do as gifts. They don't think we like spas and shit. I like getting my feet rubbed. Take me to the spa. I'll go to the spa. Yeah, give me the little clay mask. Make sure my skin is glistening and shit. I don't want a fucking so power drill. Yeah, add to the life that yeah, you're going to take away tomorrow. Because <laughs> you just really, let's be honest, you're just putting a band-aid on a broken leg. <laughs> that, that seems to be a common theme here. But yeah, I'm just... But you know, guys are simple creatures. Let me play my game for three hours without bothering me. And then I'll be, I feel like that was my father's day. Yeah, it, yeah, a lot, a relaxation yeah, a lot of relaxation. Yeah, a lot of a long way if I don't normally have it. So let me ask you then: Do you look forward to Father's Day, or is just another day? To me, it's just another day because I'm always busy. Uh, that's how I feel. I don't even. Th- I, f- I, I had to be. It, yeah. I had to be reminded that it's Father's Day because I don't think about it. Like you know, when Mother's Day is coming up, yeah, it, stuff gets planned. There's brunches, trips. You know, don't talk to her for the whole week. It's a celebration. And Father's Day is you wake up. Oh, shit, it's Father's Day. Damn. You might have to start. We got to do a little more, man. But I think it's up to us as fathers to demand more on Father's Day. Some of us are not united. Some of us are good. And then some of us are not good. We hostages. So the hostages, but the hostages don't say, they're not going to say, they're not saying that. They're not saying save me. Because the wife right next to him with the gun. 
he got the gun on his head. So, are you happy? So, fucking love this. Are you kidding me? This is awesome. Listen, if you're a man who has, um, if you're a man suffering mental abuse from your spouse, email me at forthestresspod at gmail.com so we can see. also Stranger Things shit is SOS. Yeah. Lights. If it's really bad. If it's really bad, <laughs> contact. Hit us up from the upside down. Yeah, hit us up. <laughs> Contact us and we can review your case to get you some help. We are starting a division called uh, Fathers Against Abuse. Mm. Okay? Mm. We want to make sure if you are in a hostage situation and you're getting slapped up, getting slapped up cursed way. out, if you have a proverbial gun to your head, let us know so we can help you. If you've, listen, this one's important. Fellas, if you've ever been mushed with a fingernail into your forehead yeah just one finger you are a victim don't be a victim we're that's a phenomenal we're, uh, we're here to public we're, we're here to fight back a beat down too we're here to fight back i'm here to take a stand against better father's day for fathers active fathers i have to re- reiterate that again because someone's gonna be like well my baby daddy ain't shit that is a, sounds like a personal problem that has nothing to do with me. We're talking about... He's not, who are we talking about, most likely? Yeah, we're not talking about that person. We're talking about the active fathers because all the fathers I know love being dads. And we need to be more proud of that. But like you said, we don't really be caring. Like It's just like a fam. I'm, I'm a dad. It's just what I do busy you tired good you're dead yeah you busy you tired you trying to do everything you can to make sure your kids are straight yeah you're a father good job but at the same time we do you know we need that reassurance that we're doing a good job because you don't how many times have you heard from another man yo you're a good you're a good dad I could probably count on one hand how many times I've heard that. I think we need more of that. Because, you know, that reassurance promotes better parental words, promotes better parenting. Because a lot of fathers don't hear, yo, you're a good dad. You're doing a good, you're doing a good thing. Your kids are healthy. They're smart. They're just like, you know, I'm, my head is down I'm working I'm busy I'm just trying to take care of what I gotta take care of mm-hmm. so we need we need more of that I saw great parenting done uh, on bowling with my brother and my nephews mm-hmm. I haven't seen one of my nephews since they was a little baby mm-hmm. tall as shit looking like Spider-Man <laughs> and then the other ones like half his size mm-hmm. so I got to see them together and uh, as you know, my dad passed away, so mm-hmm. this is usually what a death in the family brings. Like, the family try to do things together and be more present. And it's important. It's like, death is a reminder yeah. to do better. So, we were bowling and shit, and I had texted him that. I said, you're a good dad. Because uh, the whole time they're extremely competitive, they remind me a lot of us. Mm-hmm. They over here talking hella shit mm-hmm. to each other. You know, if one missed, the other one cracking up. You know, they both talking about why My brother's like, stop. 
dead that right now. Mm-hmm. That firmness is what we need from the father, because any mother figure, even if it's like like the mother or the mom directly, the mother figure, they don't always bring that type of uh, energy. Right. You know, they calm the fuck down, then they listen. Like, oh shit, that's it. So that balance is extremely key, so that one person isn't expected to do both. Right. Because it's already hard for them to respect you with the one couple of things you're already good at if it's something that, you know, you need work on. Right. But if communication is key, how you communicate is even more key. Uh Because they know it from the start. They they are used to hearing you speak this way to them. And when, when like, you know, I hate to say like a dog, but when when you talking nice to a dog, he know. When you talking mean Uh to a dog, he know. Uh He know how to... By your body language, your tone, where you coming from, so respect is key. No, that that balance in um, parents is very uh, necessary. I know that through history, through systematic reasons, through just a lot of men doing making horrible decisions. There's been a lot of single mothers who've had to pick up the slack, you know. And now that I'm thinking about it and talking about it out loud, I want to give a shout out to my to my stepfather, who I call dad, because he came into my life when I was like nine, ten, something like that, and just was just there. And as I got older, he just showed me different things, like you know, that I wouldn't have got, and that part of it whether you have whether you're a male or a female is important like there's a certain energy that you can't get from a mother by herself you need that balance and i think because um we've gotten comfortable with this idea of single parenthood i think we sometimes we ignore the necessity of both energies around of both parents around there's a reason nature made it so. Yeah. They all play a role, even if, even if it's to die, like the praying mantis. Mm-hmm. The the from the sex to the the getting pregnant to him dying, all of that's necessary for them to have offspring. Right. Because his body is now going to be the nutrition those babies need to grow. Right. He sacrificed. Nature. Yeah, he sacrificed himself to make sure his kids can persevere. Right. And Oddly enough, that is very applicable. Shout out to Cozy. That's very applicable to um, men, human men, where we sacrifice a lot of our self to make sure our offspring are good. Because even like, I'll even bring it to a personal level. Like, I've had to learn that I can't give money and time. It has to be one or the other. Like either I can give you time and you don't have any money or I can give you money and you don't have any time. Listen to Eminem's Rock Bottom. That's on his first album? It's off his, uh, technically his second, but it is the first that that's Drake the slim, that's, the, that's the Slim Shady yeah. LP, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. Rock Bottom by Eminem says it all. What is it? I want to play with my, I'm, I want to play ball with my daughter, but I'm too stressed to play. Yeah. 
I mean that, and that's a lot of like. Okay, see now we we, we cooking with grease now. I think that is a lot. That is something that isn't discussed enough about the stress that fathers are under trying to provide. Because you know, just from societal standards, just from even from like you were saying, like a nature stance, are we are designed to provide, and in that pursuit of providing we often put ourselves under a ridiculous amount of stress to make sure we're able to provide for our offspring that we don't talk about, that we don't have outlets to share, that we often internalize and they turn into horrible habits that creates trauma on our offspring. But that stress that we feel as fathers trying to do the right thing and i have to make that clear because this again we are not talking about the deadbeats but i have to make that clear that active fathers who are really really trying often have they have pressures that they put on themselves to provide society and then they have the societal pressure that often makes it difficult because if actually it's a organism of his own mm -hmm. how you feel as a man if you're a father depend on societal structure opportunities a lot of things fluctuate mm -hmm. in the ability to provide and be a present good father can i can i ask you a personal question frankie sure how do you feel as a father how do you think of yourself as a father hard working I don't sleep and it don't really even matter if it's a providing type of thing if you have a problem I'm up mm -hmm. you know I'm just I'm that way that's how my father was with me mm -hmm. he wasn't really present like all the time I mean, we didn't live in the same house for a long time but mm -hmm. he was if a problem came up he was there mm -hmm. that night with whatever solution mm -hmm. so I think being mm -hmm. able to be accountable and depend that you're there is key so um and personally my relationship with my daughter is like she has a lot going on in her head she has a lot of a interior emotional world mm -hmm. that uh she's trying to make sense of mm -hmm. being that she's like in an age where she's entering that social circle mm -hmm. so she's being out with friends more making her analyze her own mm -hmm. emotions and feelings so her mother can only get like to a certain degree because she's with her all the time. Mm -hmm. So I try to offer a fresh perspective. And I think even old school, the dad was, the dad or the uncle, like my family, my tradition, don't bother them. Like you could go up and a good one will talk to you and stuff, but mm -hmm. don't ask too much of them. Mm -hmm. They sitting down, they drinking whiskey. They're laughing if they acknowledge you, cool. If they don't, it is what it is. But they just leave the men be, they're good. Mm-hmm. Because they're hard work and they're already getting up and getting it. Like, we can only have this party because of what they did, right. what they provided. Mm -hmm. So you want what? The the money, no, the, the carrot or the stick? Right. Which one? Because they could only, yeah, a lot of people don't deal with that. Sometimes mothers are forced to have to play that role too because mm -hmm. there's no father around. Right. They got to be tough and they got to. So now it's their own psycho like psychology, how their father, they're going to use everything at their disposable to try to, mm -hmm. even if it's bad. Mm -hmm. they'll use it if, it if they think it work and that's self-domestication to me that's just how we all teach each other to be parents mm -hmm. because you can have your own set of standards but you go to walmart 
you're online, you're seeing how people treat their kids in public mm -hmm. or in a mall. So it's like those standards change. Because if you're not a parent, you can't understand. That's one thing. You know, you can't understand what it's like to have a kid until you have a kid. Right. Nah, that's 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 real. I mean, um, you know, I, I don't have the um, opportunity to have a lot of conversations like this, as far as you know, just men talking about fatherhood in a very genuine way. So it's always interesting to me to hear those responses because, you know, when I ask, when I get into these conversations, a lot of men just give me very generic answers like, you know, I'm just doing what I got to do. It is what it is. And that's... It's, sometimes it takes a minute for you to even realize you're a dad. Like, okay, yeah, you went through the birth. You got the baby home. You there, staying up, colic, all of that. It take a minute, maybe a couple of months for one day to dawn on you like, damn, I'm a dad. Because it's like a culture shock. Mm -hmm. You've never experienced this before, so it's like slowly settling in. Some mm -hmm. people devout from the start. Like, for, as soon as they saw the baby, they're like, that's it. Everything is complete. But sometimes it takes people a minute because they working hard to provide for that baby. So it's like stages. To, you can't really appreciate it. That's why they give you leave to bond with your child when you got a job, because that's important. I think that's how I was. Because, you know, I have two girls. So I think when my oldest one, when she was born, I was like, I'm a father. That's it. And then when my second was born, it was like, shit, I'm a father. God damn, I need to figure something out. And I think in recent years, my approach has changed to where I kind of fell into that provider role to where it's like, I just, I need to get it. Cause I have, cause now I'm thinking about their future. And on the day to day, I try to make sure that I am accessible to them emotionally. So they, so they know that Cause like in my, my family dynamic, we're not closed off emotionally. Like we, like when something's going, like we don't, we don't let things fester in my family. So like if there's an issue, if there's any type of smoke, we talk, we dealing with that shit right then and there. Mm -hmm. And we're all emotionally open with each other in that way. And that is the culture I am attempting to cultivate with my girls because, you know, I'm raising black women. And I need them to understand that I'm not some closed off. You, you, you have to be as accessible yeah. as the streets are. Right. If like, not I, more. if not more, because like I want them to come to me before they figure out some shit in the street. Because, you know, your dad was out here. Like, I know what's going on. Well, that's the thing. You know, my father, like I said, he wasn't in my household all the time sometimes he'd work for a long ass time right and i wouldn't see him and then i stay with him for three days because he didn't live far mm -hmm. so during that time he was up on everything that I, he saw me doing mm -hmm. if my mom would use it as a last resort i'm gonna mm -hmm. tell your father like, no. no and, and you know what's funny like, about that? that my kids hate that now like that's how we're like like they'll do some shit when they're with the mothers and as soon as they say i'm gonna call your dad they're like oh shit they straighten up straighten the fuck up like wait you gonna call daddy for real we could we can't talk about this first 
So like I've I've become that with my children, but I'm also because they know me. Know me too much that I don't want to be too much that because it's like accessibility. Yes, yeah, because yeah. I'll you be could talk to me. Yeah, you could talk to me. You could like, I'm funny. They test you out. See, they're women. Women and men are different. Yeah. Species. I'm talking about science. It's a different mastery. We're trying to master ourselves at the mm -hmm. same time. Yeah. It's very difficult to do both. You know, you gotta be willing to be wrong. You gotta be like you gotta start building on yourself in a major way to But but you know what? You're, you're absolutely correct, but I think that's why for me personally I've invested so much into my emotional intelligence because I have women. Exactly. You have to. They'll I keep have you on to. your toes. They'll keep you yeah. you're you're, you're trying to teach them and that teach they can you. teach you. Right. And if they don't feel like they can teach you anything, then whatever, they'll treat you however you want. Right. And I and for me is um, my perspective is if I can learn as much as I possibly can about my own emotions and how they work and what makes me tick, when they start going through their own emotional thing, I can be like, look, this is why you're feeling this way. Right. Or give them another perspective to help them out because there's but not a lot of that. that makes us better. It does because at the end of the day, whatever clash that women will have amongst themselves, mm -hmm. men will have it to a degree too. Yeah, absolutely. That's why men are very famous for saying, you want some bitch shit right now. This is true. Because they'll be like, you're doing some whole shit. So I saw that always mm -hmm. among men. It's not a female or male thing. It's that it happens more consistently with them in small ways. Mm -hmm. That it happens less consistently with us in big ways. Mm -hmm. Because when it happens in, in when that manifests on the male side, now you got the two apes. See, women aren't really willing to bang it out. It's a war of finesse mm -hmm. stabbing you with a yeah they're more sophisticated they're more they're know, more sophisticated more, than us with a guy it's like I'm, in your face yeah, i'm gonna punch you in your head i'll slap the shit out of you yeah i'll have you sipping soup for six weeks <laughs> i'll have you sipping soup for six pablo months. tescobar bitch nah i'll you at the funeral yeah at the funeral nah but i think that's why but that's why i've invested so much and even in this process i've become more like Especially like a lot of my male friends, I'm like, "Yo, fam, what's up with you?" Like emotionally, like what's going on? So I find myself like trying to understand my men friends' emotions and help them understand their emotions to help me understand my emotions, so I can help my children understand their emotions. Right. So it's like it's it's creating this um butterfly effect, so to speak, to where because I want to make sure that once puberty hits. Once, you know, their bodies start changing, I can be like, I, obviously, I don't know anything about that. I'm not a woman. I don't have a uterus. I don't know what that's like. My The respect to understand, right? Yeah. Where, I'm, where there's I, different things going on within both of us. So. Right. That I'm, I, I know that I'm not equipped to give them information on. There's certain emotional things I can help with. But just as far as the physical, I know this is going to be a period where it's like she's not. She, my kids can't talk to yeah. me. You're already blessed. Cause you got two daughters yeah you're already blessed because that's a lifetime of teaching you got two of them so it's like double the knowledge you know? nah man you, you don't see these grades I got, on one, <laughs> I got one and every conversation is like a journey mm -hmm. through space so I try to keep that imagination alive mm -hmm. and see where it goes naturally like I don't try to curve it I just try to throw fire on it. No, yeah, Perfect. I do that too. Like I, I support 
like whatever they're into yeah. i'm like with it because like that's how my mother was with me right like when i was when i started getting heavy in the comics my mother let's go to comic book store you know what I'm saying? When I was heavy in the video games, all right, well, here's here's some video games. Here's the yeah. guides to how to beat the video games. She was lit. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I do with my kids now. So like, oh, you like to draw? Like, I think I told you, I think I told you off, like, like my youngest daughter really wants to be a rapper. She says it jokingly sometimes, but sometimes like I see her writing like rhymes in her little book. They horrible, but you know, I'm a supporter. Yeah. There's a lot of horrible grown adults right now. That's a fact. So, but like that's her thing. Like she likes to write. She likes yeah. to like once she understood how to how words rhyme. Yeah, she just so it's like all right, boom. You want to rap? Listen to these rappers. Right. You know what I'm saying? My oldest, you know, I told you she loves anime. She likes to draw. All right, boom. Here's a bunch of art shit. Right. So I try to like you said. I try to stoke that fire, stoke that creativity because that's how I was raised. And for me, as a father, that's as much as that's would that's important to me just so they know like my father supported me no matter what i did my father was there supporting me championed me he was my biggest cheerleader that's important to me for them to know okay no matter what i know my father's gonna be there so that's what i thrive off of that's what i like when i think of like what does a father mean to you that's like being my children's biggest cheerleader knowing that when the world turns their back on them i'm gonna be there as it should be so. yeah man shout out to all the fathers shout out to the active fathers shout out to um if you're trying shout out to you if you um trying to figure out how to be a better father shout out to you if you are frustrated and don't know what to do in this strange strange world of parenting shout out to you because we're because honestly we're all trying to figure this shit out there's no guidebook there's no manual everyone has different experiences everyone has different trauma but if you're trying to just make it even a molecule better than what your life was shout out to you yeah, so happy father's day to all of the fathers happy father's day to you frankie happy father's day to you, um yeah man shout out to all the dads um before we get into music are you signing up for squid games signing up for squid games yeah they're making squid games a real thing no you're not, you're not doing it. I'll body all of y'all. I'm not even playing. <laughs> Where do I sign up? Once I get the registration information, I'm going to send it to you. Right. But, um, yeah, so. I'm doing my push-ups right yeah. now. <laughs> so, yeah, that's. If you have something else to worry about, yeah, Squid Games is going to be a real thing. But let's get into music before we get out of here. Um, a few albums came out. We're going to start with the big one. Drake surprised all of us. He dropped a surprise album, no promotion. He just said, hey, y'all, put an album out. Album came out called Honestly, Never Mind. Now, the consistent, the consensus words on this album is, it's trash. Mm. 
I'm gonna share unpopular opinion. I like this album. Mm. This album you is was already with the shits. Like you've been listening to different shit any old way. I do listen. I, I listen to a lot of different shit. Maybe it's his current fan base that feels a majority of this way. People that were already checking and listening to his last stuff, trying to yeah. They they stuff. want like regular Drake, but I do and I do appreciate when artists experiment. And this album is very like dance hall, not dance hall. That was the wrong word. Excuse me. This album is very dance, very EDM. And he's done stuff like this before he has especially like with afro beats and stuff like that passion fruit passion fruit which was fire fuego mm-hmm. um but this album is like it's very dance edm house music and if you know anything about jersey house music is a very big thing here mm-hmm. we dance yeah that's what we do yeah so this didn't feel out of the ordinary to me i was like but it was more consistent on that basis yeah like even listening to it i was grooving right. because i grew up with yeah. house music like that's what jersey that, gonna love it basically no jersey's gonna love it baltimore's gonna love it um the dmv like we love that type of shit house music is our jam that's what we do we do house music right um so I would suggest if you don't like this album, go to a different setting and listen to it. Make sure you're like somewhere where you're moving and listen to it because it's going to give you a different feel. You can't like lay in the bed and listen to this because it's not going to hit the same. So while everyone is calling this album trash, I feel differently. Shout out to Drake to the, for this album. Um he does have a song on there like a, a straight rap song called jimmy crooks with 21 savage yeah. man man 21 savage might be one of my favorite rappers for real for real i ain't gonna hold you that that guy be like listen and let me be completely honest i don't i'm not a fan of 21 savage for his lyricism mm. but it's just how he says things mm-hmm. He has a lot of charisma when he raps. So, and whenever him and Drake are on the song together, always fire. So shout out to Drake. Shout out to the Surprise Project. Um, also, on the hip hop side, there's an artist, one another, a newer artist who's also that I like a lot, that I enjoy a lot. It's an artist named Westside Boogie. He has a project called More Black Superheroes. Muy Fuego. Muy Fuego. I like this a lot. I've always I've always liked Boogie. Um Boogie's from Compton. He's 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 just he's just a super dope artist. So shout out to Westside Boogie. Also, on the R and B side, um Chloe Bailey dropped a single called Surprise. So um fellas, listen to this with a with someone that you want to touch on. Cause it's that type of record very dope very um no pants is a requirement when you play this song so like shout out to chloe bailey but outside of that um yeah man i think that's it um, i hope everyone had a wonderful juneteenth i hope everyone had a wonderful father's day please don't get in i know y'all will but I'm just going to say it anyway. Please don't get on um, Beyonce's internet 
arguing about fathers and who's not a good father or exposing your baby daddy or anything like that. Just please, can we just try? I know, I know, y'all not gonna do it, but it's gonna dilute the fun. Yeah, you know, there's other stuff to worry about. You don't have to. Yeah, air some out. of y'all like that shit. Yeah, you don't. She you don't smokes to, us. You don't have to air out your baby father. Like, you don't have to do that. Do it on another day. But in the meantime, in between time, follow the show and everything. Instagram for the stress underscore podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash 4kj. You can follow Frankie on IG at Frankie Muddles. You can follow A Celestial Goddess on IG for your list again. You can follow at Drink Flyers on IG for your herbal needs. Make sure you use the code for the stress for your 15% off. Make sure you follow at So What Game CO for your hip hop debate needs. Make sure you follow the dojo on IG at the dojo JC for your recording needs. Visit the website forthestresspodcast.com powered by Stay Cozy Studios make sure you like rate review subscribe tell a friend to tell a motherfucking friend and um animals for the stress let me be more specific <laughs> better elephants for the stress mm. watch your mouth cause First they don't off. cause they don't forget you dig stay out of zoos Cause someone, one of them animals is going to crush your fucking head. All right? Y'all be safe. Do your best out here, man. Shit is rough. Frankie, turn this shit off.